Hello, my beautiful people. You are tuned into the Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, I'm Yoshodi, and I am so grateful that you have tuned in to the Planter Podcast. Hey everybody, we are back with another episode of the Planter Podcast. So on today's episode, to kind of tie in the end of February with the self-love theme of this month, we're going to be talking about singleness. And in this episode, I actually have a couple of my friends on to kind of, you know, just have a conversation with y'all about what we've learned in our singleness so far and hopefully um, what we share can be of help to you. So I would like to introduce to you to my friends. Say hi, everybody. Hey. Hello, hello, hello. Yo. Hey, friends. Introduce yourselves. Hey, guys. My name is Jumoka. You guys remember me. Woo! Planties. Well, I see you guys are called the Planter family now, so I'll oblige. <laughs> but hey, guys. <laughs> I haven't decided yet, but huh, my friend. Um, yes, my name is S.C. Finobing. Um, yeah, welcome, hi, Planter family. Hello, hello. So today we're gonna just, like I said before, we're gonna be just talking about singleness. And me and my friends, we have a lot of conversations around this topic, probably almost every day, <laughs> kind of sharing with each other new lessons that we've learned and just how we've grown. So we're going to get all into that. Um, but I wanted to do an icebreaker first. It was actually Jumi's idea. I've never done it before, so I'm interested in what two people are going to say. And you can't say I'm neither. In- <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> would you rather... Um, okay, on your first date with somebody new, would you rather see your ex or both of your parents? What X? <laughs> Which one? Got him. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't have any X's. Next question. <laughs> no, you have Next to say. Question. You can't. Say, I said you can't say neither or, or whatever. You have to say this or that. Don't have it. Doesn't make sense. Oh, an X is an example of what you don't want. So oh, I mean, if I see my parents. Hi mom, hi dad. I'm not here. I don't I don't I don't have none, so next question. <laughs> See ya. Alrighty. <laughs> hmm. Tantalizing, tantalizing. I mean, I would you know what I'm saying? Maybe the ex, you know what I'm saying? Cause when you sit down there and they be looking at you like, oh, she's on a date with somebody else. Yes, I am. Very happily, yes, I am. And then you'd be like, Oh, I hope you're doing well. Okay, bye. You know? I don't know. I would choose the ex. That's African. I don't want him watching me on a date. <laughs> oh. My parents, but they'll just be like, okay, yeah, grown. So, you know, I've already graduated, so it's already high time of where's your husband? So I don't know if they would even care. Delicious. But anyways. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Alrighty. That was my first icebreaker on this podcast. Hmm. I might incorporate like a planter-themed icebreaker. We'll see. This river. Riveting. Yep. All right. So I have a couple questions for you guys um, in regards to singleness. 
So, you know, you can either answer it one by one, put your input in, however you guys want to answer it. Um, but the first question I have for you in your from your point of view, what is the purpose of a single season? Oh, me? Okay. Whichever one. And so the purpose of your single season, everyone is supposed to have um, a single season. Whether, I mean, you're one of those few people that were gifted with celibacy, you know, but for the most part, majority of people on earth, you know, were called to the ministry of marriage. And a single season is supposed to prepare you um, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, if you are called to marriage. It's something that we should take a little bit more seriously. Um, it's not really a time that we should waste or skip through. Cause I know a lot of people, they just kind of want to skip through their single season and just kind of go into like dating and marriage. But a single season is very important because if you don't have that, then unfortunately when you are dating or in a marriage, you'll be trying to live out your life being single because you skipped through that process. That's why you see some people that they're dating or they're married and they still have the wandering eye or they're still doing things that you would expect someone to be doing or have already been through in their single season, like finding themselves, finding their purpose. Oh, what else is out there? This, this, and that. That's what your single season is for, is just to basically be whole as a human being before you, if you are called to the ministry of marriage, before you get into the ministry of marriage. That's what I would say. Mm. Yeah, and agree, but my, I would just keep it short and simple. It's just purpose. Um, a lot of times folks are really quick to, um, I guess, jump into the arms of other people without even finding out who completely they are and what God has assigned them to do. Um, and so in your singleness season, there is like, well, as she mentioned before, there is a, a, a process of like wholeness um, that must happen before you even decide to explore a life with someone else. And so when you're in your singleness season, or I guess we're going to, I don't want to like jump ahead of your questions, but I guess the word that I would say for the purpose of a singleness season is really purpose, like figuring out who you are, um, figuring out what God has called you to do and really stewarding and preparing for what God has called you to do until he, it's time for him to call you into um, marriage. Mm, that's good. Why do you think that people kind of miss the point of being single? What influences people to be like, ah, the same for me. Singleness is a curse. I don't like being single. Or I guess a better question is why do you think people, um, I would say, waste their single season and not see the purpose of being single? I mean, I think it's because we have adopted worldly um, values and ideas of dating um, and relationships. So... We don't really, first of all, there isn't really an understanding of um, the ministry of marriage and this whole idea of a singlehood season. Um, we just have these values of just like, I mean, I think first and foremost, we see marriage as being something that's a reward and we see singleness as being a punishment. Mm -hmm. And we kind of have just been attracted to this idea of like being with other people to avoid being lonely, mm -hmm. um, as opposed to understanding this idea of purpose. Yeah. So I think the main reason why folks were so quick to skip over their um, singleness season or folks are so, you know, bent on not being alone is because they just don't understand, um, 
um, I guess the godly perspective of what it means to, I mean, I, I guess date for lack of better words, but most importantly, just marriage um, and just what that looks like. So because we don't have examples of that, we kind of just see like, oh, we need to rush and be with someone. I'm lonely. I'm lonely. Like we see we see the physical of singleness, but don't understand the mental, emotional and spirituality that comes with singleness. And I say that meaning like you just see someone being by themselves and automatically assume that they're lonely. And assume that you see someone with another person that they're not lonely when in fact you mm-hmm. can definitely not know who you are when you're with someone else and be yep. completely whole. So um, I think that's the reason why people skip over that singleness season. And I think that once we kind of adopt a more biblical perspective of what it means um, to, I guess, be single or and also or prepare for marriage, then we'll kind of have more of that understanding. What are you going to say? Yeah, Sorry. Um, I was going to add to what you and Essie said. Um, I think that culture has a big part to play in um, how we view dating and relationships. I think that especially in American, well, let me not say American, but Western culture, we're pushed this idea of love, quote unquote, like from an early age. We see the Disney princesses and even um, you'll be in school like, oh, that's his little girlfriend, you know, you know, holding hands and kissing and you know, Americans are very infatuated with the idea of what love is, which is not even real love. It's just infatuation. And um, adding to the culture thing, I think that we've been called, especially our generation, the microwave generation. And our generation, we lack a lot of self-control and um, a lot of um, delayed gratification. I would say, yeah, we're very impatient. Mm -hmm. So, want things now we want money now we want sex now we want to feel good now we don't really have a good sense of what delayed gratification is which is unfortunate because self-control is part of the fruit of the spirit so a lot of us just get into things you know as as he was saying just to not be um by ourselves because we've been sold that from an early age like we've been um that's been implanted into our minds that to be alone is not good so a lot of us to love ourselves by ourselves, that we even need confirmation from other people to confirm us. That if no one is calling us pretty, if no one is saying this about us, if no one is saying I love you, then we need to seek that validation from other people because we don't have that validation ourselves by ourselves. So that's what I was going to add to what you guys have said. Nor do we have an identity by ourselves. It's true. Our identity is in others and then because we don't find our identities within ourselves when we get into a relationship our identity ends up in the other person mm-hmm. yep, 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 yep. i think also when it comes to culture that idea of like experimentation um especially if you're you know a little older like maybe you've in, co- you're in college or past college like you're supposed to experiment and explore with different people like if somebody leaves you today you're supposed to be with somebody else the next day and thinking i don't know like thinking like you have to match up to that. Like now it's cool to have a high body count for the most part. It's like, oh, well, you're just a free spirit. You're, you know what I'm saying? You're you're living out your singleness. You, you get it out of your system, um, you know, before you're married, which I guess we'll talk about that, like self-control and all those things soon. But yeah, I hear what y'all are saying and I agree. So the next question I have is what could you be doing or what should you be doing in your singleness? I mean, 
I think that what Jumi initially stated was best. Um, I think that it's a time for you. I think first and foremost, because we spend so much time thinking of singleness being something that's bad and being a curse, we don't really think about what we actually get to do in our singleness. I mean, when you start, people really are so fixated on relationship and marriage, but they do not understand the sacrifices and the work Mm -hmm. and, and just all of the, uh, the labor that goes into, I guess, building a life with another person. I mean, you can no longer walk this earth for yourself. You have to now think about um, a we and have a us mindset. There's no more you. And like a lot of us are not, don't really understand and think about what that looks like. Like that means that like that you being able to just quit a job and just go do something you like, you know, doesn't really happen. Like it's thinking about your family and thinking about your household and kids and so forth, you know? And so in your singleness season, you really just have you. Mm-hmm. And, yep. well, and that's okay. That's Preach. way cheaper. Preaching. That means your money is going to, uh, going to not just yourself, but anything that you invest into. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect um, traveling. It's a perfect time for you to be um, experimenting and exploring hobbies and exploring interests and things that you like. It's a perfect time for you to be getting your money right, investing. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a perfect time for you to just really be in a season of just preparing. Um, not preparing for the sake of, oh, I'm only going to do this because, you know, I'm in the mirror, but like really just really being so focused on working on who you are and discovering who you are, what you want, what you like, and being whole that, you know, you eventually turn over and be like, Oh, okay. Oh, I guess marriage. Oh, I didn't even know that was, you know, you're, you're just so focused. And I, I guess it goes back to, you know, that cliche of what a lot of Christians talk about the Proverbs 31 woman or whatever. And, you know, a lot of times folks look, Ooh, Proverbs 31, she's a woman of virtue. And they really have this superficial like lens on what it means to be Proverbs 31. But like, man, like that woman was like about her, her ish. Like she was on her grind. She was like, took care of herself, like had many businesses, Mm -hmm. had good character, Mm -hmm. like was, was involved in the community. Like Mm -hmm. she was on her grind and she was too busy and too focused on her grind. Um, and basically looked over and, you know, found somebody as focused as her. And that's how we should be. We should be so focused on, on sewing into our purpose and to our calling that, you know, eventually God taps us and says, Hey, just look over and you find somebody that's grinding even harder or just as much as you. Um, and so it's a time for you to just really, just be really sewing into your purpose. Like really, really, really sewing into your purpose, into what God has specifically called you to do yeah and i would also say like finding that because i don't think it's kind of pointless to be in a relationship with somebody especially if you're trying to go towards a marriage if you don't know where you're what you're doing or if you don't have a bigger vision for um yourself because like I, I thought about it like a year ago, there would have been no reason for me to be in a relationship because I didn't even know like my future goals or what I was even aspiring to become. I had to figure myself out and take that time. And I think uh, a relationship would have distracted me. Um, I think another thing that you could be doing, I'm gonna say two things. Um, second thing is breaking generational curses because, <laughs> is he not true? 
It's true. It's true. <laughs> hey, we will not be slaves. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, I mean, we have so many different, you know, we don't know what our, I guess, our parents or forefathers may have done that have been attached to us and certain habits that we have. Maybe, for example, a poverty mindset. You you have a scarcity mindset or you struggle with lust or um, you have fear. And those are things that have like our traits within your family. And imagine now um, I was even giving this example to one of my friends. I said, um, let's say you have a spirit of fear. Right. And then your husband is a visionary. And he wants to do great things. Like he has great visions for your family. But you, with your spirit of fear, um, you you stop those visions. Because when you're yeah. married, you become one. So it's like you stop those visions. And then the, the things and the, and the benefits that God, are, or, the, or the, how do we say it? Like the, the things that God has for you and your household, you don't accomplish it. Because you're living yeah. in fear. And I'm like, nah, bro, like this is a time to be praying against stuff like that. Like this is not a time to be sulking about I'm not in a relationship and this, that, and other. You need to find out what makes you crazy. Because <laughs> we got a lot of traits sometimes that make us a little crazy. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to carry that craziness into marriage. I don't. I, re- I refuse. Like even today I was telling you. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Girl, I'm like, it's true. Um, it's true. Oh. I added healing. Basically, what you're talking about, it's time for healing. Yes. Like, we need to be healed. And, you know, we're an ongoing um, workmanship. Like, God is continuously working on us. We're not going to be perfect. But when you be catching these things in your single time, it, it can save you a lot of heartache in your marriage. So, for example, I was telling y'all today that, um, like, struggling with rebellion, like, I have a rebellious spirit. Imagine now I bring that into my household. I'm rebelling against my husband. I rebel against submission and all those different things. Like, what havoc that could bring, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, even generational curses, bad habits. You have some really bad habits. Like, maybe you're not that clean. Maybe, you know, you you have a bad mouth. Like maybe you're the type that instead of lifting somebody up, you tear them down with your mouth. Imagine now either a wife or husband, you're married to your partner and that's how you're talking to your partner. It's better to now identify these things in your singleness now rather than later because you can expose these things just between you and God. That's it. You and God. And he can help hey. you instead of you going dead and then your spouse is, you know, being so angry with you and you don't understand why I'm just doing my best and blah, blah, blah. And you're not listening. And anybody want that headache? Listen, child, what people that don't understand, too, is that marriage is another word for exposure. So all those little areas of your heart that you have been kept hidden between you and God, it will be exposed. Yep. With another. And so even if you don't battle it out in your singleness season, your other person will expose it. They will see it. All the little things, all the little habits, you know, you may be put together on the outside, but all the little habits that you be doing behind closed doors, when you try living with somebody for the rest of your life, it will be exposed. It will be exposed. I also wanted to add it something that was very important when it comes to what you should be doing in your singleness. I want to add in your singleness, you should be celibate. <laughs> it's okay. a time for <laughs> I mean, a lot of times on it. we live in a very sex in the city 
um, living single yeah. ladies where it's like, oh, it's a time for you to experiment with men. You know, it's a time for you to just, you know, experiment and date around and be free and, you know, have That's your no get have some your, vitamin D, your, throw some D's on that bed. Have your whole season, you know, it's your time for you oh, to do yeah. all of this and, you know, just experiment. But one thing you have to ask yourself, if you're a believer and if you guys haven't realized, yes, um, we are some believers. We're a gang, gang, gang squad of believers. Gang, gang. Um, if you're a believer, there's no such thing as you never know. Um, we don't serve a God that's accidental. So you're not, you're not out here gallivanting through life. Just, oh, wow. Um, hmm. Go talk. Let me see. Let me go talk to this guy. Wow. That actually worked. Dang. Would have never known. <laughs> like you, you, you serve a God, a wise God, you know, a God that is, that is, that moves with intention and purpose. And so you, everything that you do, if you are called, whatever you are called to do, whatever God has purposed in your spirit, like everything you do has an intention and has a purpose, even your dating. So when we, when we all are, you know, talking about marriage and everything is because like, even if you're not married, you're still preparing for it because God, if God has called you to marriage, you know, that's your purpose, right? Not your whole entire purpose, but like, that's what God has purpose for you. And so like, um, I just think it's just really important that like, um, this is not a time to be serial dating. <laughs> Can you <laughs> define that though? Many people don't know what so, it is. Like, um, and probably Jumi can explain it more as well, but for the most part, boyfriend to boyfriend, girlfriend to girlfriend, bed to bed. Um, oftentimes, um, we don't really understand. Well, I know it's really common, um, in the culture that we live in, but I, I want folks to really think about like, why, you know, like, why do you do that? And we don't really ask ourselves a lot of why questions. And a lot of times we are dating and dating and dating the way we do or dating back to back the way we do out of um, not just generational curses, but strongholds and different things that we're struggling with that if we don't get healed, there is no way <laughs> that we're going to be successful when we plan on dating someone or, or going into a marriage. You know what I'm saying? And um, I know some folks personally that like they go, they, they go person to person, person to person to really mask insecurities and mask their issues with loneliness, you know, and in your singleness, you could really expose that and get you some good old healing. But, um, aside from that, like we're called to be celibate, you know, like we're not called to be fornicating and doing all that stuff in our singleness. This is a time for us, right. To have a heart for God. Right. And, um, I also want to push for us to not just go to go beyond celibacy, not just waiting till marriage, but to actually have a pure heart, like really, really identifying what is in your heart. Like, why do you do the things that you do? What do you really, really, really like? What is in your heart? Right. And I specifically say that because, you know, you do have some women who will say, oh, you know, they will they will be celibate, quote unquote, abstain from sex for marriage. But their heart's not pure. You know, like they're still trying to date and do certain things and, you know, and still have lust in their heart. They still have like pain in their heart, insecurity in their heart. And for that reason, they're still looking for men to fill them inside, mm -hmm. you know, or they're still looking for affirmations in others and men, as opposed to looking for affirmations in God. 
So it's just very important to be, you know, very clear that like in your singleness season, like in your walk, um, yeah, we're talking about purpose and all that stuff, but also like celibacy, you know, besides spiritual warfare, besides generational curses, a lot of times you dating and doing all this can be distraction for what God really wants you to see before you even get into that marriage. It's true, mama. <laughs> um, another thing I was going to say, um, one thing that you should be doing in your singleness is understanding your value and yep. really being grounded in your value and your, in your identity in Christ. So really learning now in this time period, like who God is, um, what he means to you and how, how priceless you are. And I'm not talking about like, oh, you know, just on a like priceless, you only give it up to the one who you're supposed to marry. No, like really understanding your value. Because I think when you understand your value, a lot of things you've done in the past, you won't do it. You won't stand for it. Ha! Oh my God. I can't even tell the the, the example that I'm thinking about, but there are things that I... (laughs) Me too, sis. I was like, ah, I probably shouldn't repeat that on here. <laughs> like, I mean, it's real. it's real. Like, your value, your value, like, who, what is your worth? What will you stand for? And I think you, you really understand that when you're alone. Not lonely, alone. Like, now, uh, like, being in the presence of God for the past, um, like, really, I would say more in the last year. Like, I, I know that I was bought with a price, okay? Like, I, I know my God. Like, I know. Like, you can't sway me on, oh, is God real or is this or is that? Nah, like, in my singleness, I've been through some things. Or in, my, in the last year, I've been through some things. So, you know, that relationship with God has formed stronger. But it shows me how valuable I am. And the the the, the, the caliber of, of, of man that, you know, and or woman, if you're a man listening, that you will want. And nope. really being, you know what I'm saying? Have a vision, a focus of, okay, you know, this is... Because when you be out here working, like, for real, for real, and then walking in purpose and doing what you're supposed to be doing, you don't want no no, no ragamuffin coming, hey, I mean, I could I could pay for your lunch, though. But what else you got to offer? <laughs> I, I mean... Pay for your- <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing knowing your identity. When I tell you having identity is a beautiful thing... And there'll be so much attracted to your to your light. The fact you have a light, you give up a light. When you know who you are, you give up this light. And many people and will be attracted. But let me tell you something. Oh, when you know who you are, you will not just be giving up yourself to everybody. You really won't, or giving everybody the time of day. Like you really will be out here. Oh, you're so beautiful. Thank you. And people are looking at you like, wait, what's next? There's nothing next. I knew that. <laughs> like. It's like you, what you get into you, tonight. Nope. And you need your word. You will really be like thinking like, dang, man, you really will be looking back at your old self and be like, wow, I was really I was such a fool. A fool. Yep. <laughs> like, I was, like, I know I, I'm, listen, for the sake, I'm trying to be very PG, but listen, sis, I'm telling right now. <laughs> it ain't worth it. You may not see it, right? Because you know, oh, you know, you know I'm I'm lonely or hey, I'm bored, you know, nothing wrong, I'm trying to have fun. Sis, you out here giving it up to guys that won't even kiss you in the mouth. Yeah, buddy. Okay. They won't even kiss you in the mouth. 
They don't even want to see be seen in public with you. No penis worth that. Nope. Seen in public with me? Hey, me, my own self. Hmm. No, 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 no. You think I'll be 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 giving myself to someone who can't even look me in my eyes? Hey, because it's too intimate. Too intimate. But you okay? Hey, that's another question. That's another conversation. Yeah, girl. Girl, you won't even tell me your last name, but you want this though. Government name, you know, it's too close, too close. Me, hey, want me canoodling, but that's not that's not the will of God for my life. Thank you. Hey, move on, little Tink Tink, move on. (laughs) Where did you get that from? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I'm gonna add this point too. Just saying, um, this is something that um, I've been working on, um, and that is forming healthy habits. Um, you know, as you're becoming whole, um, you're forming your, you know, you're, you're as you're becoming a whole person, um, you're forming positive habits. And for me, I'm like, well, I want these habits, um, yes, to worship God with my life, and then also like have these habits in my home, so I have a happy and healthy home. Like now I have a vision for the type of home that I want. Um, I think before it's almost like, oh, I just want to get married. But when you ask the person, okay, what does your home look like? Um, what are you, what's the vision um, for your home? I don't think most people can answer that. Especially now I'm like, if a man can't answer that, then we have no business being with each other, right? So I'm like, now in my single season, I can build the habits that I want to see in my home. So I can practice those habits on friends and family. Like, you know, when, when let's say I get into an argument with somebody, um, you know, how would I, how should I respond? I can practice that now. Instead of me popping off, how should I respond? And as I continue to practice that, it becomes a part of me. So that now when I'm in a relationship and I'm married and, you know, me and my husband, we're going to stay in the same house forever and we get into arguments i know how to respond and of course i can continue to keep growing um you know over time but those habits i've formed them in my single season how i'll treat my kids i can learn those things now um how i'll be a a servant how do i serve currently in my single season am i serving you know my community am i serving my family or however you know your call to serve are you doing that now because that's going to translate into your into your marriage and then also the heart posture um, as you're doing that, that's all going to translate. So, you know, just having a vision of what you want and building those habits to prepare for that vision or preparing for that vision, I feel like that's really, really important. Um, and yeah, take the opportunities now um, to, you know, practice on your family, <laughs> practice on your friends for what you want to do. If you want to entertain people when you're married, are you entertaining people now? I mean, I'm just throwing out examples here, but, you know, whatever that is for you. Um, for that happy home one, for you. One of the things that helped me out um, when I really started, like when I was getting consecrated with God, I really just started just making a, a vision. And I only, I base, I just made a vision of things based off what I felt God has um, called for me to do. And so like, um, I know for sure for me personally, and this can help a lot of folks when they're in their singleness season. Cause I feel like when you actually have a template, right of something and you 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 actually have like a match like a matrix like a, a something that that you can aspire to right yeah. it, it, it 
that can keep you focused and keep you grounded. That's what like um, a vision for things can do. So like I had this little book, it's my little personal, whatever, spiritual book, whatever you want to call it. And man, first I just started writing out all the things that God called me to do. And then I started creating visions for them. Like I know that God called me um, to leadership. And so like, I really wrote down visions of like, what type of leader am I? What type of leader do I aspire to be or or I want to walk in? And I wrote down, I was very, 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 very descriptive, like impactful, strategic, reliable, disciplined, so forth. You know, same thing with like um, your family, like what type of family do I aspire to have? What do I want to do? Be very, very detailed. What type of husband do I want? You know, and be very, very detailed. Be very specific. Listen, you can literally tell God and talk to God about anything. The Bible said, ask you shall receive. So, Mm -hmm. you know, don't be out here looking crazy when like God gives you something. You're like, what the heck? And I'm like, I mean, you didn't, we weren't specific enough. You got to have faith. God can only bless you with what you have faith for. So, um, don't be afraid to get really specific and really make a vision because then once you have a vision for what you aspire to be, what you want to do, and not outside of just marriage, what you just aspire to do, you can start creating disciplines and you can start creating routines and habits and so forth. Yep. And those things help you. I mean, one of the biggest things I will tell folks is that first you have a vision and then you start creating disciplines to sustain that vision. And what helps you really um, maintain those disciplines, right, is like creating a routine, you know, having boundaries. Those are the things can can really, really help you out that you can start developing earlier on that can prepare you in your singleness season while you have all this time and all this autonomy. It's true, Mama. It's true. I like that mm-hmm. one. Okay. Um, so what would be the benefits of being single? Mm. We just talked about it. No? Peace of mind, wholeness, mm. um, purpose. It's kind of everything that we talked about. Sleep. But Abby, sleep. More money. I mean, no, I lied. I lied. I lied because I was single in college and I was still broke. You were not <laughs> broke. You were financially not there yet. Financially, I haven't been released were, yet. I wasn't. Not the pastor Todd. It wasn't released yet. <laughs> there you go. Um, the benefits of being single, I think really what, what it goes back is to being in your right season and timing. Because one of the not just the benefit of being single, but being single in your actual single season. Not just, okay, I'm single. I don't feel like being single anymore. And then you just kind of rush back into serial dating or whatever the case may be. So yeah, I think there's there's just a lot of peace of mind when you're in God's will and when you're in alignment and when you don't try to force the hand of God because then God can really work in you and really do what he has to do in you without, well, minimal distractions. Because I feel like when you're serial dating, as Eski said too, you're really just masking bigger issues within yourself that you can't fix, that it's harder for you to see because you know, you're serial dating just to kind of like numb Certain things are just a kind of like, yeah, you're bored, idleness, loneliness, lust, idolization, like you, you just kind of moving, but you can't like really stop and be alone and be still and hear God clearly without a strong influence of another person. Because sometimes when we are seeing someone and we're dating someone, even though, yeah, we might have our quiet time with God, but you, things get very cloudy when you're not in alignment. That's just the truth. 
Like when you're not alignment, that's why I be hearing people say some really interesting things, even like believers when they're dating outside of season and then they try to justify why they're dating or, oh, I don't know because this person said, and it's just, man, it's just a bunch of confusion. God's not God's confusion. Like when you're single, you can really just hear God more clearly. You can focus on being whole. You can sleep. You know, you, it's just, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of benefits. <laughs> and I don't think that we should think about it as in like the grass is greener on each side. It's just different seasons for a different timing, basically. Peace of mind. So it's like in this, in the season you are like water your grass. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, That's so it's like there's being single and then there's benefits of being married. Like there's like sex, legal <laughs> sex. Even yep. on Sundays. Hey. Even on Sundays. <laughs> But yeah, but like even like um, when you're under the covenant of marriage, there's a lot of blessings that, you know, that um, God can flow through like uh, two people under the covenant of marriage that you probably wouldn't have when you were single. So, you know, there are benefits to being married. There are benefits to being single. But just stay in your lane. Just stay in alignment. <laughs> stay like water wherever God plants you. Just water that grass until it's time to, you know, transition to another season. But just. Yeah, you know, that's that's peace of mind and autonomy. Yeah, oh, yes. autonomy. No kids, bitch. Autonomy. That's what I'm trying to tell. Look, let me oh, tell y'all just, something. And drop her back off. Yep. And that's it. I'm gonna be a mom for days, three days, and that's it. That's a half child. Basically, you just adopt them whenever you feel like it. Then you return them to their parents whenever they acting up. I can't return my daughter back. You see, I'm a throwback in my uterus. No, nope. I do. Can't it's do done. It. Oh, well, that's it, mommy. I'm hungry. You have to feed them. Hey, exactly. Yep. You see, now you guys are talking. You see, can Why we feed ourselves? Mommy. And we mommy, now have to mommy. go out and feed children. Me, mommy, mommy. When they're saying that, you have to sit there. That's your child. You have yep. to look at them. My mom does it all the time. Yep, I can imagine. Yep, mm-hmm. this Poor is your thing. You're married and you have children. You have people to just <sighs> grab the remote. Go give me the remote. <laughs> Dishwashers. Mm-hmm. Dishwashers. Nice. Yep. I was, hey. You know. You can build yep. a business and it could fail and it's okay. You could start another one. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's true. Whatever, She's daddy. Like- okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You didn't make money. You lost a lot of money, <laughs> but you can start another one. There's nobody else that you're responsible for. Or just in general, you can build a business and let it be successful. But you don't have to now pay for somebody's college in 18 years. Okay? You can you can go after the things that you want to go after, like wholeheartedly, like without, like you were saying, minimal distractions. What else? You can go to the cafe after work and go sit down and stay there till close to go, you know, work on your schoolwork or work on your plans and your goals and whatnot. You don't have to go home immediately to go and what cook dinner you know what i'm saying i mean you can go out last minute you can go out hey, last girl. minute you oh, can man, there's a little over here you can yep. like, okay girl i'll be there yes you can travel whenever you want to or go to your friend's yeah. house whenever you want sleep over <sighs> that- hmm? you know the crazy thing about all this that we're talking about even though we're in this single season, man, I have a feeling some of y'all listeners is like, Uh-oh. y'all just saying that, hey, I'm sister, 
if that was you that was just thinking that strongholds are real like it's not cursed to be single all that we're talking about all the benefits it seems like well nah like being in a relationship is better i said no 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 being single with god is better ding, 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 than ding, being ding, in a relationship ding. without god god's not even in it okay it's a difference is a difference so well, all the stuff that we're talking about it seems like, oh, wow, look at these single girls just talking. But I'm like, no, when you are fulfilled in God, when you are whole, that's the key word, whole. Because if you jump in from relationship to relationship, two broken people cannot fix each other. Like if you are you broken, he broke. I mean, it's just it's just a mess. It's just not stare worth at each other. It's just not worth it, baby. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't worth it. It ain't it, chief. I know it seems like very whimsical in the way that we're talking about it but it's it's crazy because of our culture and people are not even taught this concept of like purpose even how you said like starting a businesses you know how many people live in fear that they won't even try because they're afraid of failing because they have a fear of failure and again it's just you know th there's interesting ways that demons manifest in someone's life because someone might not even know that they have a particular stronghold on them but you're just seeing the branches of it so a lot of people will not travel alone because of what fear, <laughs> loneliness, you know, a lot of people won't do all the things that we're saying and then they become idle because of fear. And then idleness leads them to go back into the same vicious cycle of serial dating because that's what people fill their time with talking to someone else that doesn't that that don't care about them. That's basically what Cornelius um, Lindsay was even talking about today. Like they don't care about you block them, block their number. They don't care. So, I mean, yeah, I just want to insert that because all this is not whimsical because when you are sitting there and you're focused on God, that you're submitted to God and that God is healing you and making you whole, you know, you enjoy like the, the grass is not greener on the other side. Like enjoy your season because at the end of the day, it's only for a season. Like I said, most people on earth are called to the ministry of marriage. You're not going to be single forever. So enjoy it while it lasts. You know, don't be in a rush again to the next season and then you're not prepared for it. And then it doesn't go out the way that you thought it would or you imagine it to. So, yeah, that's what I want to add. Mm -hmm. That is true. It's just all that God has purpose for your life and then be with a placeholder. Yeah. You don't know. You're my, my friend. The that's way the your husband will look at you and touch you and, and <laughs> encourage you is totally different. Uh, touch you. I'm just yeah, saying. It. God, God said, hey, touch her there because that's that's the way she God, your own God, <laughs> has told this man how he should treat you. Okay? Versus isn't a placeholder. Isn't that so nice? I'm just saying take my hint. We're PG. Ah. Take my hints. Take your hint, your PG. Girl, it's a grown podcast. They grown on her. They grown. Oh. Yo. Listen, winking. You can't see my eyes, but I'm <laughs> winking with and to the point that I'm blind. That imagine having God at the center of your of your of your relationship, where your husband is serving you, not because when he feels like it, because mm -hmm. guess what? Love can be fleeting. Mm -hmm. He's serving you because of out, out of his out of his um choice, baby. It's a choice, but he's serving them out of his obedience to God. Okay. And when you are mad, when you are mad, God is like convicting him. Hey. You know you were wrong, right? Imagine that. And you don't even have to do anything. Imagine you don't have that. to fight. Imagine you don't that, have to. Girl. You don't have to. I Imagine mean, you might girl. argue. You might have to argue just a little bit. But a true man of God, 
you're not going to be having to to, to, to just rip your hair out because if he's a God, trust Imagine me. Imagine that Holy Spirit Only if you like it. Holy Spirit Exactly. That ain't my story. Can you imagine? Hmm. You guys don't know. Some of you people don't want peace. That's what it is. I don't know. This generation, you guys, I, I see you guys don't like peace. Uh-uh, you just like Wala. Why? <laughs> Why? Oh, he's not texting me back, girl. I'm hey, I get to sleep at go night. Go to sleep. He didn't text you back. Uh-huh. So what? I get to read my book. Is that whose husband is that? It's not your. That's someone else's husband. I said he's not texting me back. Wow. Wow. Hey, let it go. Yeah, <laughs> that goes for the men too. Someone's son go. All I'm saying, ladies. And gents, don't want to leave you out too, is that just think of it. Don't, I'm not, I'm just saying a person that was completely designed for you and being able to wait for, I'm telling you, these placeholders don't got it like that. Some of these guys out here don't even want to be taking pictures with you. Hmm. Okay. Can I even claim me? You need someone that will claim you like how Haitians claim their flag on Haitian flag day. That's what you need. Exactly. That's. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm saying, you know, that's that, that's gonna go into a different conversation. Because anyway, I'm about to sorry, say, continue. Yeah. <laughs> well, what did you even say? Sorry, can I hear you? Say that. Look, run away from somebody who is comfortable enough, right, to 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 be lying with you, having sex with you, but are not comfortable enough to kiss you in the mouth or look you in your eyes because it's too that intimate. <laughs> it's true. She she preaching. She preaching. Somebody, somebody got to hear it many men because we got we we in this whole thing of no strings attached and He's you have lie. a lot of men okay that will use you as a placeholder they will be getting all their emotional and their mental and their physical needs satisfied without the commitment you don't need it my sister no. you don't need it okay run if they are more if they're so comfortable with lying with you but can't even you know oh don't be doing that it's too intimate you know what i'm saying that's too that run my friend just run okay god has somebody out there for you and in your singleness season you can be your ceo so when god picks your husband hey okay okay be ceo it's okay you can be doing something you have your husband that can compliment you okay that's it I want to say, just in case somebody's like, oh, 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 oh these ladies, oh, 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 girl. <laughs> Continue, Joe. She ain't never lie. She ain't never lie. All right. So, um, I'm going to ask you both individually, right? You guys answer this on your own. What are some characteristics that you're looking for in your mate? So, um, yeah, what are you looking for? What are some of the factors, you know, the key factors, you know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, JK. Um, not JK. She's but... not JK. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I, I have a feeling what you said. Expose your heart posture. What you say? Heart... Huh? Whoa. Nine or 12. What'd you say? I said P and P. P and P. Me. Tell them. P and P is peen and prayer. But you cannot have one or the other. It has to be both because everything else will complement. Shang, bo, peen, or prayer. I like that. No, no, no. Oh, or, hey, sorry. Mm? It's and. 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 Oh, sorry. Oh. And, and. Might be. Most people. So, okay, let me, let me, let me get specific. Um, obviously, a man of God. Because that's what I'm saying. Prayer, that covers pretty much everything. Everything. You don't understand how much that. 
you people out here being unequally yoked. I said, that's for you. That's not my, that's not my life. I said, no, I need a man that's submitted to God and and then I'll be submitted to him. And then we'll both be moving in God's direction. But if you're not submitted to God and you're leading me and I'm blind, you're blind. Oh, he's not good. That's catastrophe. So yeah, a, a man that is submitted to God, a man that is after God's heart, a man that loves God more than he loves me. Somebody, a man Somebody. that loves Jesus more than he loves me, a man who's not ashamed of the gospel because I can't, you, we can't be out here and you slightly embarrassed of me because I'm too bold about the gospel and you, you, you kind of quiet over there. I don't like that. Nah, bro. No lukewarmness. I need, you know, a man that was after God's heart, like David. That's what I need. Um, um, a man that, um, that we can grow together. I think a lot of women, they want a man that's already made. Like, oh, I need him to have six figures, this, 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 and this. I need to be, blah, 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 blah. Ah, I mean, you okay. But um, not to say that I want to struggle in a man in, in that type of way, but I would like to grow with the person that I'm with, if that makes sense. Um, well, I also want to look tall, dark, and handsome. You know, um, guy who's smart. Not just smart, but a guy who's intelligent, a guy who's my equal, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, my equal. Um, a man that likes children, because you see, these are the questions y'all need to be asking. Because I'm, I be hearing some stories of women be with men for seven years, and then they be like, "Yeah, I don't want to get married." Excuse me, you ain't know that. You ain't know that when y'all was dating. Hey, <laughs> hey, Mm-mm. yeah. So that. That's something that I want. My mind is kind of blank because I feel like I, I've been very specific with God over these years. Sometimes, you know, you got to go back to the to the drawing board and kind of be like, all right, this, you know, we 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 going to need this. Or we're going to need this. But, yeah, I want a man that's actually more involved with um, family affairs. I think it's um it's a challenge with a lot of especially African men and black men. They kind of like depend on the women to raise the kids. And they're very aloof, like they're there physically, but they're not there like emotionally, mentally, spiritually, like they're not really involved in their kids' lives. And personally, I want to break that, you know, that cycle of just like aloof men that just after you're six or whatever, they just, they they parent whenever they feel like parenting, but they kind of leave it all to the wife. But personally, I don't like that. And I, a man that's not afraid to be sensitive, like tell your son that you love them. Like it's not a, a man that doesn't have a frail masculinity. Ooh, am I getting deep here? <laughs> that doesn't have a frail masculinity. Um, a man who can lead. Um, not just me, but especially other men, because he needs to be like, I guess, like a role model. Because a lot of black men, they don't have that type of person to look up to, especially spiritually. Um, so that is. I guess that's just some basic things. There's pro- there's probably a lot more, but that's she just said some what... basic things. And she went on for how long? It was only like for a few minutes. Come down, <laughs> but yeah. So you know, it'll, it'll come back. But go ahead, Essie. Go tell tell us. Tell well, us your I mean, board. aside from of course a uh, a man of God, for me, you know, one of the most important things for me is because I'm like, look, man, I ain't gonna lie. Call it what you want it. I don't care, but I'm a very bold person and I'm a very hardworking, ambitious, like about that life type of person. And so somebody 
that's dating me and walking with me. Hmm. Hmm. But, you know, I think vision, you know, um, one of the biggest things is that you have a lot of men around here that, you know, they talk and they stay, they, they, you know, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm the man, I'm the lead, I'm this and that, but I'm like, they have no vision. You know what I'm saying? They have, they don't even know what God has called them to do. They have no, they don't, they're not walking in any form of purpose, you know, and you have a lot of men that are just chasing after these ideals and whatever the world and whatever culture tells them to chase after. So you have a lot of them chasing after like money, you know? And so like, it's like they, you got, you'll find yourself with some men, like, you, like even the whole thing of, I want to have a six figure job. It's like, yeah, but like, does he have substance though? Mm hmm. You know, or, oh, uh, you know, I want somebody, he's super successful. Yeah, but, like, successful with no, no, no purpose, though, you know? Or, you know, so I really, vision and um, purpose is just really important. And our purposes and our visions just have to coincide, you know, especially if, like, we're going to be getting married and we become one. Like, if your vision is to... Um, be an ant farmer and, <laughs> and I'm over here hmm? trying to whatever it's like you know <laughs> I don't know this girl said an ant farmer but, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that like vision and purpose is very important um, I also seek a person a guy who um, is I would say hard working but I, I want to use the word a good steward like you know, I take, you know, stewardship very, I, 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 I believe that I have really good work ethic. And so I really do admire a guy who's not just like, who's, who's not just working hard for the sake of just, you know, empty ambition, but someone who is being a, a, alongside of walking in their purpose, they're a good steward over themselves. And so I'm not just talking about like hardworking in terms of a job and just whatever. I'm talking about like, you're a good steward over your finances. You know, you're not out here blowing money on, you know, in the fast lane, designer, this, that, blowing money on women, just being irresponsible with your money. Like you're a good steward of your finances. You're a good steward over yourself. Yep. You're a good steward. You know, you're not out here in discipline in your own life. Yep. You have self-control. Yep. You're, you're, you know what I'm saying? Like you walk in discipline. You're a good steward over your space. You're not being messy and just, you know, oh, when I get married, my wife will do it. No, you're hey, a good steward nope. over your space. You're a good steward. <laughs> over the gifts of others, you know, like you're leading others, you're helping to bring out the best in other people, you know, you're helping to inspire other people to walk in their purpose, you know, you're a good steward, just, just ultimately all around being a good steward, right, and really, really knowing it means to do that, um, also somebody who's someone of integrity, Someone who has good character. You have a lot of men out there who are so focused on reputation and what others think about them or how they look like to the world. But like that reputation is completely different behind closed doors. Ooh. And so um, I would like to be with somebody who can stand for something. Like I don't want somebody who's weak. I need someone who's bold, you know, like someone who's not afraid of standing firm in something. And that doesn't shake in front of it. Doesn't, it doesn't shake in front of the public or in front of other people or whatever case my case may be like there. It's their value and their values remain the same, both in person and both in private. They have integrity. They have character, you know, and people know them to have that character as such. Um, another thing that's, um, Ooh, child. We getting deep there. I want someone who has identity. 
I don't I don't like yeah, of course, girl. I mean, all these things go hand in hand with each other. Mm-hmm. But it's something about a guy who knows who he is and his identity isn't fickle. Yep. It's not yes. determined what others say and what the world says and how the culture tra- you know, changes. It's it's fixated on God. And so one of my biggest things of like, you know, when she mentioned fragile masculinity, like there's a lot of men and, and it's look, it's not it's not easy. Like I'm not insinuating by saying this that like, oh, you know, there's men that do. No, but like we do live in a world that socializes men to be a certain way, you know, patriarchy. Right. Social socializes men around this idea of masculinity. And so I like a man who has identity, who's comfortable in himself, you know, like, you know, I'm crying because I'm emotionally mature enough to say that I'm mm-hmm. hurt. Yep. You know, I'm crying because I'm emotionally mature enough to say that, like, you know, I'm suffering from some type of pain. I'm, mm. I'm emotionally mature enough to communicate my feelings. You know, not, I'm not fixated on whatever the world says about masculinity. I know how to communicate my feelings. I know how to communicate my feelings with other women. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know how to, whatchamacallit, affirm other men and not feeling like it's homosexual or whatever to be able to say, yo, bro, that was really good. Yo, bro, I'm proud of you. Or, you know, something like that. Like I'm, I'm secure in myself. I don't have to do certain things to prove my masculinity. I don't have to, and this, I guess this coincides with like discipline, self-control, but I don't have to date multiple women to show how masculine I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to be, um, what you call it? Angry. Like I don't have to be, um, what you call it? Hot tempered, you know, to show how masculine I am. I don't have to be confrontational to show how to masculine I am. Stern all the time to show that, you know, I don't have to be super comfortable. <laughs> Like I am who I am and this is who I am. This is what God says I am. And regardless of what other people do, this is who I am. There's just something attractive about a guy who's just secure in who they are, who walks in who they are, who has a purpose, who's on a mission, who is ambition, who is too busy focused on what God has called him to do to be inter to be entertaining, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, distraction and like women saying, Oh, you find this now. Okay, great. You know, someone who's just has like, who's just really, really focused and really grinding and moving out here, man. And that doesn't mean, you know, that you're like this CEO. Cause listen, you can have fame and no power. I'm talking about someone who's really moving out here. And I guess that's what attracts me. I think there's more, but that's like the main things that attracts me. I just did the main things. Yeah. But you actually said like a, a list, a list. You said a list too. I do 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 that. I do do that. Did don't, that? Don't do, do that. Don't do her. I do do that. Hmm. I, I lying. Anyways, don't listen to her, Dami. Continue. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you guys pretty much took a lot of what's on my list too. Um, I would say just to name a few, somebody who's genuine. So, like, as you kind of were saying before, like, who they are in one area is who they are in all areas. Like, as I tell people all the time, I'm like, I'm Damio Shodi behind the podcast in front of your face on social media. I'm the same. And I expect that my spouse is that same way as well, that they're not they don't shift. They're not shape shifters um, when they're in a certain environment. And when I meet you, you the same person, like, you know, and then when we get married, you the same. You show the same quality. You're consistent um, in your behavior. Um, I would say another one is um, I love a man who when they said they're going to do something that they're actually going to do it. So a man that keeps his word. I don't like fickleness. It, it, it To me, it's just it breaks trust. So I always like a man who 
Um, if they say they're coming at this time, they're coming at that time. And if they can't, they can, can communicate and say, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I can't make it at that time. Um, you know, I'll be there in so ever many minutes or let's reschedule or something. So um, that's really important to me. It shows that I can trust you and that you have character. Um, another one is a family man. Um, like you were saying, Jimmy, I need a man who's involved. I need a man who's not ashamed to go to my child's school and know who the teacher is. Like I made that a point of duty. Yeah. Like I need to be going there. My, my husband needs to be going there. We need to know who's teaching our children. Um, you know, he needs to be involved in the house. Like I'm not going to be out here. The only one changing diapers. Maybe that works for some women, but that ain't for me. You know? (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's um beneath them to change uh, your child's diaper. Wayne told me that. I could not believe it. Yeah. Yep. All here, bro. That ain't for me, cause that ain't for me. I just need a man who's involved in our household, like the upbringing of our children. Um, he's a leader in his home. Like, you tell me, what is your vision for this household? Like, I, like I love what you said. And, you know, Essie is the one who taught me of uh, the power of vision. And now I got a vision for everything because I got a Pinterest board. Pinterest really helps with that, by the way, guys. So I love a man who has who's a leader I'm in the house like he he can lead his household. He's an actual protector of his household. And that doesn't necessarily mean physically, but that also means spiritually. Um, He knows how to Abby. He knows how to pray. pray. Yeah. Hey, hey. Yes. Peen and peen. Yes. You cannot be looking at me like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. If I'm speaking (laughs) in tongues or I'm doing something, you know what I'm saying? You know, you better jump right on in, bro. Oh wow, what were you doing in there? That was a little weird. Hmm? Right there, that right there, (laughs) that right there, that right there. Father God, we yeah. What? How attractive for a grown man to pray and cover you? Pray, but to cover you, pray for you. Oh, yep. genuinely. Yeah, for, for his with the actual heart. Yeah. You the one saying, hey, we going to pray. Nah. <laughs> yep. Or I feel like God is telling us to do this and brings it to your attention. A man that communicates his vision with his family. Because, you know, there's some men who, like, they don't talk to their wives when they're doing something. When they're opening businesses, they'll take, like, $10,000 out and be like, oh, by the way, open up a business. And then expect oh, you to be a part of it. Nah, bro. Or hiding money or all that foolishness. Uh-uh. I don't got time for that. Mm-mm. I need a man who just really takes charge and communicates his vision for our household. And we can continuously talk about that. And then communicates his ideas and what he feels like God is leading him to do. Because he's going to be a man that submits to God. If I'm out here in my single season learning how to submit to God, buddy, you're going to be learning the same thing because i don't believe that all the things that i'm learning or that you know i'm growing that i should be with somebody who's either beneath me in that area or you know what i'm saying like i need somebody who's at my level or higher like i can't have you know i'm i'm working on this and you just you still out here lagging behind i no, no i've i've i've, I've done too much <laughs> I, I know my worth too much for that so um yeah things like that you know, another thing, um, someone who sows into their community, bro, mm-hmm. like, 
who's not just out here just trying to maintain the, the the interests of just themselves and I guess our family, but also cares about like being a catalyst and 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 and, and, and you know a world changer as well. I mean, for yeah. me personally for justice i mean that's my calling and so like someone that can really really sew into their community um and i guess that coincides with stewarding over the gifts of others like that right there that's it too right well someone that's a giver yeah you know what i'm saying someone that's someone giver some i don't know it's just something about someone who has like like child this is probably like so whack and like unrelated but man i remember (laughs) one time I was at this party or whatever, and somebody saw I was thirsty and just brought me some water. I'm like, wow, he brought me a bottle of water and didn't ex- didn't expect nothing from me, didn't ask me, just said, oh, here you go. I just, I don't know. That just really touched my heart. <sighs> yeah, I don't man. know, but get you a guy that when you hot, just gives you a bottle of water. Like <laughs> 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 nothing. <laughs> a bottle of water. Woo! Saw the sweat beaming down your forehead and said, here. Take this, you're gonna need it. <laughs> Basically, a man who has a servant's heart, like he's willing yeah. to serve. That's like you're saying you have a heart for um, social justice. Mine is like mentorship. Like, I love mentoring and, and just kind of pouring into people. So, I would want a man who, who has a heart to do that too, especially with other men, to be an example for men in the community. Um, that's important to me. Yep. Like, you're gonna. Cause ain't nobody. Let me not say that, but you know. <laughs> Ooh, there was another one. Hmm. I said that's we about to go into another conversation. I think we over an hour, so. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> I'm gonna just mention this last one. Trust me, they'll listen to this. People love stuff about relationships and singleness and all that stuff. So don't worry, do 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 enjoy it. I'd say the last one for me is a man who's not infuriated, like, oh, how is that word? Not infuriated, but, like, intimidated by me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fragile. Yep, yep it like goes into- said. Yep. I can't have it. I'm, I know I'm called to be a great woman, and I don't need a man who... um we and it's like not in in overt ways it's in bigger like it's in small ways like you know always like saying negative things towards you know your vision and and you know put it planting seeds of doubt in your head and you know you're not worthy enough for that because they're challenging you know maybe what they're not doing in their lives um so they feel that by bringing you down you know that you you guys would be on the same level that's not for me cast out those demons before we even get there exactly 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 but yeah man that's that's basically it Woo! yeah great job everybody you did wonderful hmm? what was that okay that's her be- yeah we hear that's her excitement got it well guys i really hope you enjoyed this episode i really enjoyed recording this and sharing with you all what we've learned um you know in this time that we're in right now and i really hope that you've got something from this maybe you can look back at this episode and kind of maybe adjust your values or or your perception of your singleness and then also qualities that you could look for um in your spouse so i'm really hoping that this blessed you um if you are enjoying the podcast if you enjoyed this episode first things first i'm gonna need you to leave a review 
you can do that literally right underneath this episode. Um, just leave a review and say how much the podcast has helped you. So the more reviews that the planter gets, the more people will be able to see and listen to the planter. Um, if you have any questions that you want answered on the podcast, you can either email me at hello at theplanter.com, which is also going to be below this episode, or you can just DM me on Instagram at theplanter. I respond to DM. So honestly, just, just send me a DM. I will answer your question. I would love to put that on the podcast. And then third thing is um, I have a survey that I have that I've that's been out um, in regards to the podcast. If you could fill out that survey um, so I can learn more about you um, and how I can cater to you um, as a listener, that'd be awesome. So if you can do those three things for me, that would be great. I thank you so much for your support and, you know, that you guys continuously listen every week um, to the podcast. And yeah, this wraps up February. So I hope you enjoyed this self-love theme for February. So thank you guys for being on the podcast. I appreciate y'all being ride or dies. Y'all are great. Yep. There she goes. It's her mating call. All right, guys, um, I will speak to you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Deuces. So I just wanted to shout out my friend's social media. Um, For some reason, I forgot to say this or ask them to announce it on the podcast. But if you're looking for Jumoke, um, you can find her at Jumoke Official on Instagram. So J-U-M-O-K-E-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. And then also I'll just link it below. So Jumoke Official. And you can also find her on YouTube at Jumoke, where she talks about thin, fine, natural hair and faith. If you're trying to hit up Essie and look at her socials, you can find her at Empress Essie. So E-M-P-R-E-S-S-E-S-I-I, Empress Essie. So if you really like this episode, do not hesitate to reach out to them and let them know. Let them know, you know, what they said was impactful for you and if it helped you and all that stuff. Um, Yeah. I would like you guys to start reaching out to the guests that come on the show and tell them, you know, how they helped you. So I just wanted to say that before we end this episode. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye.